I'm Sandy Laycox, Editor-in-Chief of Leaders Edge. Continuing our series with XXL, today I'm with Bob Peretti, Chief Distribution Officer for the Americas. Bob shares XXL's payer-to-partner strategy and how it applies in this world of ever-increasing risk. We talk new technology, consolidation, and virtual meetings. I hope you enjoy it. Bob, it's so great to have you here. Thanks so much for joining me. Very excited to get into a conversation around AXA XL's distribution strategy and some interesting systemic risks that you guys are working through. Um, so let's just go ahead and get started. The first thing I'd like to ask you about is AXA XL's pair to partner strategy. Uh, we'll, we'll see this come up in our conversation many times, but just give us a brief introduction of what that strategy is all about. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Sandy. I appreciate being here with you today. Uh, and let me explain a little bit about a pair to partner. Pair to partner is an aspirational strategy that's been articulated by the AXA Group CEO, Thomas Burble. And what it really is getting towards is that we want to be more than a pair of claims uh, for our brokers and clients. Uh, we want to continue to provide meaningful insurance solutions, of course, and we certainly want to continue to pay our claims, but we want to move beyond the transactional elements of um, the insurance uh, renewal process, and we really want to develop true partnerships with our, our brokers and our clients, um, and, and in that way, you know, becoming becoming, you know, moving our whole organization and the mindset of our organization from, from simply a payer of claims and a, you know, counterparty in a, in a, in a contract to, to a partnership. So, you know, I, I look forward to, you know, maybe sharing some examples of that through our conversation. Absolutely. And we will definitely see how that plays out as we get into some of these systemic risks that we're going to talk about. Before we go there, I do want to ask you a question about consolidation. Um, as you know, we've seen a lot of brokerage consolidation happening in the market, and I'd love to hear how that affects how you all are working with brokers. Sure. And I, the first thing I would say about that is, you know, XXL has been there ourselves, right? We've we've been we've made acquisitions. Uh, we we were acquired by the AXA Group uh, back in 2018. So this is a topic that you know uh, we're not only observing but we're experiencing ourselves, right? So, um, and and you know it it is the the consolidation uh, in in the in the brokerage space is caused um, a lot of dislocations, uh, a lot of changing client relationships. Uh, a lot of talent movement, creation of new brokers. I mean, it's it's there are a lot of um, a lot of offshoots of of this phenomena. But you know, I'd also want to say that you know, it isn't a new trend. I mean, it seems to be something that comes in waves. And you know, as you know, we're preparing, and, and as many uh, brokers and insurers are, are preparing to go to the. Um, insurance leadership forum CIB meeting, you know, I've looked back at uh, some uh, agendas from years ago, and the the roster of who we meet with has changed dramatically because so many so many brokers have merged or uh, been acquired. You know, so I think the um, 
the the keys the keys to uh, uh, dealing with the consolidation are you know staying agile like you know be, being flexible uh, proactive communication you know making sure that you know as these consolidations are occurring and the the um, offshoots of those uh, consolidations whether it be uh, brokers moving or clients changing their brokerage relationships, you know, to be be proactive with com communication. And, and something that we've done, not directly in response to uh, market uh, broker consolidation, but but just because we thought it was a good thing to do and is, is helping us through this broker consolidation is uh, our new structure of operating, our new operating model of about a year ago, um, we've we've uh, organized our our company uh, in the U.S. Uh, into a zonal structure, right? So we have three uh, zones in the United States: uh, East, Central, and West. And and the reason we organized in this fashion was to to improve our local execution, to get to know our brokers and clients in those zones more intimately. And by doing that, that's really been helping us deal with all the the broker consolidation that we've that we've seen you did mention uh looking forward to going to ciab's annual event and um which is is you know going to be held in person this year um and obviously we've we've faced lots of changes with covid and everybody having to go work working virtually because of that and meeting virtually um and you've mentioned the success that you all have had in doing that and have questioned the need for whether or not we need to meet as much in person um, as we did before. So I'd love to hear sort of your thoughts on the future of client relationships, how business is going to get done. Virtual engagement is not a uh, exact or perfect replacement for in-person engagement. But as I as I just said, it's it it. It, it, it enables, I think, more frequent, more consistent, more disciplined engagements with brokers and clients. And, uh, you know, you, you mentioned the example of CIB, you know, last year when, when the CIB meeting was moved from an in-person event to a virtual event, uh, we, we conducted a virtual CIB campaign and we had 25 incredibly well organized, very well prepared for, um, and very productive meetings with uh, our key broker partners. And not only were the meetings themselves uh, very productive, the follow-up that we uh, were able to manage coming out of those virtual meetings, I thought was was really efficient. We, we it, it, Whatever we agreed that we would do following the meetings was noted and it was was accomplished, and we, we don't always capture, I think, all the all the um, the follow up steps when we meet in person. Having said all that, you know, we are are looking forward to getting to be meeting with our brokers and clients in person. But I I think that, that the whole industry has learned that a lot can be accomplished uh, virtually. And I, I, I hope that we'll continue to use the tools to maintain the very frequent and disciplined uh, interactions uh, on a, a virtual basis and and introduce or reintroduce in-person meetings as the, the situation out there uh, permits. 
Obviously, COVID is an example of um, a very complex risk that we've all been been dealing with. Um, there are others, cyber, climate change, um, even more that we're we're being faced with um, as as time goes on. And they pose complicated questions for insurers regarding how do you truly cover these complicated risks effectively. So how do you view the market handling these types of risks going forward? And any specifics, any examples you have of work that you're doing in any of these areas, I'd love to hear. We have something that we we call the ecosystem. And our ecosystem is um, to identify and, and really curate emerging technologies that are their clients um, that might be helpful to our clients in in helping them manage um, a variety of types of risks, right? That 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 may or may not be um, you know best handled by just an insurance transaction, right? Or insurance policy. An example I would I would give of of this is a company called Pillar, uh, which uh, is involved in um, providing remote information or providing information remotely about the atmospheric conditions of a of a specific property. And we've introduced this to some of our construction clients, and it's been super helpful to them in in being able to monitor uh, the atmospheric conditions of a construction site remotely. So, you know, if if uh, the temperature were to drop below freezing when no one was at the site, you know, the, this technology would alert would alert the customer, and some action could be taken. And you know, it also monitors things like the you know particles in the in in the air and the um, uh, noise, things like that. So that's just one example. Um, but what 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 we really want to do is we we want to we want to bring all of our internal um, knowledge, data, insights, engineering, uh, but we don't want to limit it to just the knowledge and data and and insights and technologies that we have available. You know, we we want to um, you know bring forward um, uh, technologies that that others may have developed um, that that our clients would benefit from. So, um, you know, I, I would say that the the ecosystem and and particularly what we've done in our with our construction uh, customers uh, has been, you know, that, that's a that's a particular example of of how we're trying to deal with um, some of the more complex risks that have occurred. Do you all use these um, tools and these tech partners for um, helping with underwriting, or is it more of just a helping with the risk management? I think the answer to that question is I, both, right? That 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 we think that um, by using these various technologies, um, it has sort of a two two pronged, you know, impact. W one is that it it does help our clients minimize and reduce their total cost of risk. And it also makes them a better risk for us to insure. So we've talked about a few of these systemic risks, and I just want to hear from you 
if you've got some top, you know, two or three client risks that you're seeing that are coming to mind in your broker conversations, um, what would be top of mind that you think brokers should be thinking about in terms of getting in front of clients' needs today? Sure. In in my view, the the top three insurable risks that are uh, the, the uh, posing the greatest concern to brokers and clients are cyber. Uh, DNO and excess, and I'm kind of lumping them together, and I'll explain why in a second. And property, and and um, you know, DNO. I mean, excuse me, cyber. You know, continues to be, I think, probably the the, the top concern of of uh, lots of brokers and clients. And and uh, you know, we at XXL are committed to being the you know number one cyber insurer in the U.S. Um, so our, our commitment uh, to that line of business um, uh, remains very strong. And, you know, we're, we're working closely, very closely with clients to, to help them understand their exposure to ransomware attacks and, 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 and trying to help them protect themselves from ransomware, right, which is the, which is probably the, the thing in cyber that's, that's getting the most attention at the moment, you know, on DNO and excess, um, the, the the similarity that those two lines of coverage are, have is that, you know, the the coverage is available. It's just that the rates are are rising, and they've they've been rising and rising for, you know, a good eighteen months, twenty four months now, and and the reason that they're they're rising is because. The security class action lawsuits are continuing, uh, event-driven litigation, and you know nuclear verdicts that we've been hearing so much much about. So it's really a you know, loss um, loss-driven uh, event. And on property, you know, property I kind of consider the you know perennial, you know, challenge challenging line of business you know it's you know property has has not just become recently a difficult line of business it's 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 always been a difficult line of business and you know we we see that with the extreme weather events that have been occurring and you know we're in the midst of hurricane season right now and you know so so those are the three lines that that i would say are the the top three concerns as far as the insurable uh, risk sides, uh, risk um, uh, lines of coverage are concerned. We've been focused a little bit on, you know, the past year, what's going on now. Let's look ahead to 2022. What are AXA XL's top priorities with the broker community and what do you hope to accomplish next year? Sure. And I appreciate that question. Uh, and it's a, rather easy question for me to answer because our our top priorities uh in 2022 as far as our brokerage community and our clients are concerned you remain unchanged you know they are the they are the same as our top priorities have have been for for quite a while and and that is that you know we 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 want to we want to get to know our brokers and clients better. We want to understand their issues more intimately, right? And, and I go back to what I said at the beginning of this interview, which was, you know, the, the comments I made about payer to partner is that is that, you know, we we really sincerely want to 
um, invest time to understand uh, our broker's portfolios, who the clients are in those portfolios and what those clients need from their brokers and, and, and try to align ourselves as best as we can where we have products and solutions uh, with, with those brokers' portfolios. And with our clients, it's, it's really the same thing is to, um, to you know, understand them more deeply and, and understand how they're, how they're trying to manage their risks and, and, and provide, and we want to provide, you know, not just insurance solutions, but, you know, other insights and introductions to other partners and technologies that could help them that can help them uh, deal with those risks as as best as best as possible in in the in the current uh, current environment. Bob, thank you so much for sharing this time with me. It's been great hearing about uh, what AXA XL has been working on, and all the the tools and engagement you all are bringing to your broker and client partnerships. I'm very hopeful that we will get to have a chat in person in October. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. That's great. Thank you, Sandy. I appreciate this time together. That was Bob Peretti, Chief Distribution Officer for the Americas for XXL. Stay tuned for the next in our series, and don't forget to check us out on leadersedge.com. Mm-hmm.